This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, it's Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Q&A podcast. In the last episode, we discussed, should I attend a gay wedding? Today, Pastor Michael, my question for you is, should Christians attend a non-Christian's wedding? This is a great question, and it's funny to me because I've been asked this question, but the answer is so simple mm. that I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. Okay. So let's let's go back. In the last episode, we talked about building a framework for how we think through questions. So the first thing we want to think through mm-hmm. is the nature of marriage, okay? What does God feel about it? What does he think about it? Mm-hmm. We know that God designed marriage. Mm-hmm. We know that God designed marriage— um, originally mm-hmm. to be between a man and a woman. Yep. Um, and we know that marriage is a gift to humanity, and we mm-hmm. know God is emotional about marriage. Um, and so when we mess with sexuality in marriage and fidelity, it like pushes God to the limit. Um, he really wants to protect it because what we shared in the last one is that God gets the most emotional about things that he has created that reflect his nature and character or the gospel. So mm-hmm. those would be marriage, sexuality, Mm -hmm. the family unit, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So like that really, these things that God just, he has created. So he's infused all of these with an unusual amount of power. So when those things are violated, we hurt worse and he's more upset. Mm -hmm. And so he's even given us this um, emotional connection to these things um, that give us pain levels emotionally, psychologically, spiritually that correspond to the level to which he feels about them. So God's kind of a genius in the way he's designed us and these institutions. So that being said, what does God think about marriage? He loves it. He likes it. He designed it. It reflects him and his character. Now, is any marriage ever going to perfectly reflect God's nature and character? Of course, the answer is no. We get the blood of Christ. Yeah. Is marriage only a gift for Christians or is it a gift for humanity? For example. Oh, I love that. Just thinking through that. Is the sun a gift only for Christians or for humanity? You're saying the sunshine, S-U-N? The sunshine. Yes. Thank okay. you for that clarity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are the beautiful flowers A gift only for Christians or for all of humanity. Are children a gift only for Christians or for all of humanity? It's common grace. Yes. It's the goodness of God to all of creation. Mm -hmm. And God has put these impulses in everybody um, as a gift. So when the non-Christian has an impulse towards marriage and the Christian has an impulse towards marriage, it's not the Christian's theology that gives them an impulse towards marriage. It is a God-infused impulse that pushes them to marriage. Um, It's just a, a, a beautiful gift. And so when I see any two people who want to get married and commit themselves to another person, Mm. uh, I see the impulse of God in them. Mm. Now, God has parameters around who should and should not get married, et cetera. Exactly. But this one is, can two non-Christians get married? Do I go to this wedding? Absolutely. I will officiate their wedding. I will celebrate their wedding. Mm. We talked about the gay wedding last time, you know? And so um, that's a different category because the minimal requirements of a marriage would be uh, a man and a woman committing for life. Yes. doesn't even need to be before God because Mm -hmm. it's just a gift. And anybody, uh, whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, 
who commits themselves to a man or woman for life Mm -hmm. will experience common grace and blessings Mm. from God uh, when you live in this. And if you honor that covenant, that commitment with monogamy and faithfulness, your happiness will increase. Yeah, It doesn't always mean your marriage will be easy. It's a fight. It's a duke out, all that stuff, um, but it is worth it. So I for sure would encourage anybody uh, if you have two non-Christians, uh, friends or family, doesn't matter, um, go to um, their wedding. Uh, questions have been asked to me, like, what if they're living together and sleeping yeah. together? And I would just say, honor the impulse. Um, I I just don't expect non-Christians to live by my Christian moral code. Yes. Um, I mm-hmm. wish they would. So I'll tell you about um, two non-Christian uh, couples that we married. So we did premarital with them and, and I was actually, I'm regularly surprised when a non-Christian couple will do premarital with us. I find that fascinating too, yeah. that they even want to do premarital. Yeah. It's, there's, there's something inside of them that's curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they hate Christianity, they obviously wouldn't, you know? Yeah. So what I tell them though is, is we're going to talk about Jesus and communication, Jesus and marriage, Jesus mm-hmm. and roles, mm-hmm. Jesus and sex, Jesus and money. Yeah. And um, what he has to say about that. And what I tell everybody is, listen, you're going to actually agree with Jesus on 98% of what he says. What what he thinks about these things and what the Bible says, it is honestly just good proven wisdom statistically validated. Yeah. Like, Faithfulness and sexuality, loving yeah. and serving your husband or your wife sexually, like they're normal, good things good that things. Yeah. produce more joy and happiness. Selfishness yes. always ruins things. So yeah. don't go into debt. Debt is dumb. That's hard. Credit card debt ruins you. You're a slave to the lender. And they're right. like, oh, that's so smart. Budget yeah. your money. Like these are biblical principles right. that when you apply them, your life is better. Yes. So we got to the area of sexuality with um, two couples who were non-Christians. And uh, we challenged them. Uh, they were both sexually active. And so we challenged them. One one lived together. The challenge was, until you're married, save this. Oh, wow. And uh, we went through some statistics with them. Mm-hmm. But but one of the things we, we shared with them is, is this. The only difference between friends and really like partners, like marriage, Husband is with sex. That's it. Yeah. It is the one singular thing that moves you from friends to committed. Mm. There's really no difference. Friends can live together. Friends can I guess do a they lot could get joint checking if you wanted to with your friend. Sure, why not? Yeah. The real thing that binds mm-hmm. two people together in a committed way is the sexual relationship. It's the one singular factor that once that enters into your life, there's a commitment between the two of you. I wonder if that's why like in the Old Testament and Jewish culture that they had the consummation ceremony. Mm-hmm. And went off and had it and then came back and celebrated more. It is what binds the couple together. It is Mm. the covenant sealing act before God. It's a powerful thing. So we tell people like, like, listen, your, your marriage is coming up. And it's interesting when we appeal to this, there's, Uh there's just something in almost everybody that's like, interesting. We consider that. So two of them did and they actually waited. And I said, what makes this wedding day so important? Is it a legal document? And they're like, well, I mean, you can go get a legal document right now. Like, what, what are you doing here yep. on this wedding day? Like, and, and I said, listen, how about this? Historically, what has always been the wedding day has been the day where they consummate the marriage. Mm-hmm. Take, take the next three to four months and you can live. You'll be fine. Yep. And make this wedding day not just about a party and a legal document, but actually like make it about the consummation of your marriage. And um, you guys can do it, you know? And, yeah. and two of them did. And they came back. Both of them were like, that was incredible. And yeah. then one couple, within a month after getting married, both of them trusted in Christ. It was really cool. Oh, wow. Um, it wasn't because of that. I mean, yeah. that was a piece of it. They were starting yeah. to see that God's will and God's way yes. was superior 
And I said, how much more special and exciting? Like if you guys just have sex the day before your wedding and then the night of, it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Like one of the ways you can amplify meaning is Mm -hmm. actually fasting from this and saving it and making this day about something really powerful. And so this is a beautiful thing even to teach to our children is the beautiful nature of it and how great it's going to be and not as a law, like you need to wait. Totally. It makes it like this. Yeah. Like I'm a little afraid, but you don't have to be afraid. God is giving you this gift, but he wants to save it for you for this day. I didn't threaten the couples. I didn't tell them like, I'm going to be upset if you don't do this. I said, you go home, you make a decision, think about it, talk about it. And if you want to do that, love to support you in that and help you. Yeah. And, uh, but my marrying you is, is contingent on your faithfulness to each other. Mm. And uh, I can't like affirm that you're going to like love God because you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, now, which is not why we go to weddings. Right. We're not affirming that they love God. Yep. We're affirming them as a couple. Right. Now, as at the village church, I can't marry somebody who's not um, a member of our church. Okay. Or one of the people have to be a member. I can't marry you in the building. Okay. For sure. And we have restrictions about who I am and am not allowed to marry. And uh, which actually brings us to another question, which is like, what about cultural Christians? Mm, yeah, next time. One more thing. On this okay, one. go ahead. I think someone is going to hear this and be frustrated with me. Oh. I don't know who. I'm trying to imagine who the person is. I'm just imagining there's somebody who's like, "Ah, I want to give you my principle. Okay. I want to affirm a monogamous, lifelong, committed relationship between a man and a woman anywhere I can. Okay. Make sense? Yep. That's my affirmation. Exclamation point. Boom. Okay. Next time we're going to revisit marriage again, and we're going to talk about should Christians attend the wedding of two cultural Christians? 